0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime. MC here. And today I'm back with a special guest, Mac. How are you going, Mac? I'm okay. And
1: <laughs> was just chilling, uh, and that's about it. Oh, uh, okay.
0: How, how about you? How are you? Uh, hanging in there. Oh, nice, nice. But yeah, (laughs) this dude literally called me as soon as I messaged him to do the interview. And he's like, I'm here, I'm here, where are you, where are you? It's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. But (laughs) I'm here regardless, that's how it happened. I got (laughs) summoned quicker than expected. So, hey. It all works in the way in the way it works. But anyway, before we get to today's, today's topic and episode, MC Anime can be found on like podcast directors like Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. You can find us on the on our website, www.mcanimepodcast.com And you can support us on Patreon at BlogMCAnime Join the MC Animator community where there's like all these different tiers and promotion type stuff to join and be part of. Of it further ado today's episode is the open softwares the open source software and the public sector i brought mm. mac back today as a featured podcast guest to talk about that subject because his forte is programming mm. so he can relate and give some inside scoop that we don't originally have
1: yep so well, what are we gonna start first like uh, well, let, let's go. Is
0: open source software utilized in the programming sector first
1: mm. <laughs> I mean open source by itself is like uh, the program uh, the the code the the, uh, the the availability of the code you know like uh, being for everyone and being uh, available uh, like uh, for anyone can just use it and copy i guess and uh, reuse it up to the license agreement that was put in there with with uh, the by the guy i mean uh, who just who made it and yeah Uh, but uh, hmm, so uh, like uh, uh by uh uh, let let me think can you can you repeat the question like how uh, do we utilize
0: open source software and programming how do we utilize it
1: yeah the utilization is pretty basic we Uh, The the user just uses it and that's it. There's no no more than that. But uh, the open source is just used mostly by the developers, the idea of use, uh, because the developers are the only ones benefiting from this um, model. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah. But uh, the open source is just a model, you know, for um, like decentralizing the software development so um, usually you have the corporations which make it uh, private you know and they centralize the code and the code execution and the how uh, um, like uh, how the servers work as well like uh, everything is centralized to some uh, structure Uh, usually they try to decentralize the um, way the the way how uh, it's how how it spreads around the world like the services But uh, as for open source model, you know, um, the development becomes uh, more like um, uh, whoever wants to join in the development, that guy can join, you know, so that's why it's a better it's kind of a better model because uh, it can be more secure usually because everyone that looks at the code is like, oh, there's a problem there. So they can uh, just add their own modification and oh, okay. uh, and, and, and yeah, um, there's a few, there's uh, like uh, advantages to being open source. A lot of those are advantages and uh, disadvantages. Okay. Um, it, you you might think that there are no disadvantages to being like open source. The code oh, yeah. is available
0: everywhere, and everyone can use it. Yeah. You, now, you, what yeah. is like the definition of open source software? Definition? Like what's like the, the yeah the, like the cut and dry bone and definition how you define it for people to understand what it actually is.
1: I mean. T- the open source is uh, represents the source code that is made free uh, for everyone to use and redistribute. Um, that's the ba- bare bones of the saying. Yeah, and as I said uh, before, it's also uh, a model. It's mostly a model of uh, decentralizing your your software. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, it generally, is used in program uh, in uh, software development. I don't think there's uh, I actually I mean there there might be use cases in real life it's like saying uh, yeah. um, like uh, community work in a sense i guess i'm not okay. sure that's the right way of saying it. like uh, like uh, let's say a whole town yeah it just makes uh, one statue I guess that's uh-huh. also open source, you know. So, like making uh, a, a public, uh, you know, what's what's it called? Um, in a sense, uh, um, public asset. They they put their efforts in making a public asset. In a sense, yeah, um, that's kind of I guess the uh, the definition. Uh, so. What do you want to know more, kind
0: of? Well, what's like, okay, so a public asset. Mm-hmm. What is a good example of a public asset with open source software?
1: Public asset? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, well, what
0: was the example of a, what is example of a public asset? Different.
1: Wait, wait, a public asset? Wait, I actually can explain. Uh, I guess that's, that's a computer, that would be a computer, right? With mm-hmm. a, a, a Linux system, in a sense? operating yeah. system that, that would be the definition I guess if the way you asked it because a public asset would be just uh, any computer available for everyone to use right and yeah it's built by I guess uh, people not not just one and and uh, build it they build it for free I guess or not it depends on the model they use and made it available for everyone to use but it just has uh, I guess uh, Linux operating system because yeah Uh, software uh, open source software you said that's kind of that would be the the direct uh, meaning of what you said the question you asked
0: Mm. and how does open source software benefit the public sector because that's what this conversation is about Mm. um
1: can i ask you like what do you mean by the public sector who are who is
0: available Mm. for the public to use at any given time yeah but who is that public i mean like uh... we're talking public like if it's made public then anyone on the internet can get the open source software code and use it for whatever means they want oh so you mean
1: like tesla like in a sense right yeah
0: Yeah. Everything, yeah. they, everything they put on it, it's, it's fair game for people to use and a change mm-hmm. and then change the code. A lot of times, open source, they have to change the code, right? Mm-hmm. They can't directly okay. copy it, right? Okay,
1: okay I got it. Got. Uh, so, I guess, uh, first I could say, like, uh, um, let, let's say that uh, a few examples of uh, open source softwares, which works in that method. And there's many of them i'm gonna start with the most known one which is the linux system itself Uh, because yeah And that that in itself is uh, the first system that followed this method of uh, uh, of how to implement uh, like uh, how to implement uh, with um, what's its name, Um, the community in a sense. Yeah. So everything built in Linux is in a sense built by a community, but also some uh, uh, private sector also interfere because uh, um there's so much and the utility is it gives is uh, so much that even they help with uh, its development in a sense okay Um, so but uh, by saying that someone holds the code uh, in a sense i mean there some people actually could hold the code yeah Because there are systems uh, which uh, follow the same uh, Linux uh, format, but uh, uh, they made it a private sector. I guess that would be like Red Hat Linux. Oh, okay. Mm.
0: So, with the access to the public sector, what are like some things that we have to... Hmm. What can people do with that software? And it can actually be a big mistake if they have that software.
1: big mistake?
0: Like, let's say they use the the, system... Code hmm. and they use it for a malicious intent, like a crime. They hmm. take the code, they they exploit the code and use it in a crime. How does the open source software, you know, whatever company made it, go about that code if it was used in a malicious conduct? I
1: mean, there's, I don't think there's anything they can do, because. <laughs> mm-hmm. The open source code when it's made, right? It's made for a purpose and made by people. And uh, the purpose usually might contain like a a larger uh, use case purpose, a a larger use case, but uh, they cannot oversee all the, I guess, uh, the negative usage of it. I mean, they could, but it's hard. And those are called usually exploits and the bugs, I guess. And, uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes um, when, I guess, they find a way of exploiting those software they made in wrong ways, yeah, wh- what they do uh, is, uh, like, uh, create an issue and uh, patch it with, uh, by removing, in a sense, they just remove it, yeah. They, they remove that uh, method of exploitation and that's about it. Or they uh, modify it, so you couldn't do it, it as easily as possible. Because some things are too useful and uh, yeah, you can not just remove them in a sense. Like let's say, uh, uh, if you were given a way to scan all the um, addresses on in, on the internet, right? That's available for Ooh. everyone, yeah, and everyone can scan. And uh, kinda the kind of in a sense, uh, if if they find your IP, I guess they could also attempt to do some malicious stuff. I don't know in what way. There, there are there's many ways and uh, many exploits to be done on that, but um, Um, that's the best they could do, like they could scan and monitor you in a sense. True. Yeah, so, I mean, everyone uses this method, you know, so nobody can stop it, like, an agreement it's like open sea agreement you know like uh, you mm-hmm. have open water and everyone can shoot at themselves uh, if they they are behind the borders i guess
0: oh okay Again, um, that, I guess um, that i think that was
1: the agreement i don't know i'm not sure i forgot
0: true what is like one advantage of open source software and the public having access to open source software i mean there's many advantages or what's this name one and then with Damon disadvantage and you go back to advantage? Uh, the biggest
1: advantage is just that everyone can just take the code. They, if they don't like the software, they could modify it themselves. They can't write their, their name on it, of course, as their own. Uh, uh, they can't, like, say that they made this software. Unless the license uh, allows it, you know, there's no license, (laughs) yeah. They could just rename themselves under it. But they could just modify, add a new feature, and that's it. It works. Uh, And they're free to, like... uh, re, um, they are free to redistribute that format, that uh, version. Yeah. And the oh. others uh, can also modify that version uh, depending on how uh, the license again they made it. Because uh, somebody at some end could just say, I don't want to, I don't want others to like modify this code, you know. So they could just say, I put the X license and,
0: that's it mm-hmm. all right let's say someone made open source software mm-hmm. could someone who's used an open source software could the modified version be licensed to that company the like modified. you have the bank's open source software and then you mm-hmm. have the modified open based on the open source software that they borrowed. can they trademark that modified version for their own company or can they only yes. trademark the modified uh yes, they portion could. yeah i mean yeah they could uh they could
1: they cannot modify everything of it it depends actually like how should i say like um they could uh, like um, use that base as their own right but i'm not Mm -hmm. sure it depends like on um like on the license agreement like whoever made the code available always puts a, a type of license yeah so if they say that the, um, the code uh, cannot be like, uh, mon- um, cannot be monetized. Yeah. Without the agreement of the creator in a sense, you know, cause there's always a creator of a project. So mm, it's up to him. Usually like how, how the project continues, he could uh, decide the whole fate of the project, I think, but it depends. Um, cause uh, like if somebody, yeah, if somebody were to change the ho- a piece of like uh, the whole uh the whole licensing agreement yeah they could yeah. remove their part of the code from that uh, software and the, the the one who owns the software just uh, cannot do anything about that if he wants to remove it. yeah so um, there's always like bits like this which make the um, decentralized method of uh, programming or uh, development a bit uh, okay. iffy, you know because somebody made a, a, a change yeah then they can ask to remove it yeah in a sense and uh, there's not much that could be done until somebody else comes and uh, re-implements the same thing i guess just in a different way or yeah something like that
0: Um, so let's say a company takes a modified Mm -hmm. open source software they found that they like they like for they like it as the base for their project. They modify it. Yeah. How do you stop that company from using the open source code for financial gain? Oh, you can't no. stop them. I,
1: I mean, I'm not sure you can stop them from that. Uh, if the the actual um, license first project, like the project they copied from, yeah, if that project says that. Uh, um, it cannot be monetized. I guess you don't then, then uh, fire them in the court. You just move this
0: this process
1: to the court, and uh, they have to decide. Uh, so yeah, um,
0: in the initial licensing yeah. of the code, if there's a clause saying no monetization, yeah, then that's the only way that you can like get a company in court by using it for financial gain other than the means that the code is designated for.
1: Yep. I think in that sense, yeah, unless okay. they, there is an agreement between the two parties, you know, there could, uh, there's clauses, you know, like in laws, yeah, there's always ifs, so that's an if, I think, uh, I'm not sure, I, I, we- I don't know how much that goes deep,
0: okay. So let's say you're the program, you made an open source software like 10 years ago. This Mm -hmm. company comes along, you know, 10 years later. They Mm -hmm. take your code, modify it, and now Mm -hmm. they're making money. Yeah. And you found out they're making money for it. And then what is your legal ramifications to take them to court if they're making money on your code? On your open source code, open source software.
1: I mean, first I actually have to find, uh, I actually don't know, (laughs) man. this is too hard. (laughs) I'm not sure about the procedure here because mm-hmm. um, first you have to uh, like um, demonstrate that it's stolen code so yeah i'm not sure how that is demonstrated um okay so i'm not sure i don't know how
0: uh, how to make you make the proof of that the only proof of the hmm? yeah when you put for example hmm? open source code has an identity digital footprint and if the company used that code that same digital footprint is still there they can't get rid of it yep
1: yep that's the only way i guess you could uh actually make it
0: because so if, if you, you can
1: put, you, yeah you put some kind of watermark footprint yeah the, mm-hmm that tells you that this software is yours yeah or something like a backdoor in a sense i guess okay and yeah that's the only way you could demonstrate that uh, or prove that uh, they it's your code i think that's the no. only way yeah because no. uh, if um and also there's there's also funny thing like if they take your code right That means also the bugs, yeah, and the exploits that exist in your program, in your software, yeah, that you made are also available there, which means you can attack them in a sense by using those exploits (laughs) and bugs. True. So, it's a double-edged sword, in a sense. Um, uh, Usually, yeah, there's not much you can do against that. Just, in a sense, uh, just uh, pray that it doesn't happen. So, yeah. Um, Uh, Or pray that the project is uh, enough developed to be self-sustainable. I mean, by self-sustainable, I mean, like, uh, in a decent version of use case.
0: Something like that. All right. So is it like, common in the licensing of open source code to have like a clause saying no monetization, no financial gain is just supposed to be used from this code? God, Is that like ha- common in licensing? Uh, like I, no monetization, no financial actually, gain.
1: I, I need to review those licensing because <laughs> every time you make, um, you know, uh, you make a project, you always review the, the licensing because it's hard to remember all of the licenses there's so many of those and god no for real there's too many of those um let me check a bit Uh, i think i can find one Uh, mm, uh, yeah there's so many licenses i'm not
0: true and also Um, Well, yeah, also with the licensing, there's like different formats, different uh, ways to do it and the variations in the licensing can cause like a variation of different open source codes used for like for different means. So I can understand yes. the monetization or no financial gain clause can mm-hmm. be implemented or not. But it'll be yeah. interesting to know if that's like a common feature or is that like a very specialized licensing agreement? Mm, it's a specialized
1: licensing agreement. because. Um, um, uh, let, let's put it this way like, um, uh, let's uh, if you used GitHub, I guess the, the moment you put a license, right? Uh, so, wait, how, how should I explain this? So, GitHub is like a time uh, management uh, in a sense, time file management uh, uh, system. Yeah, I don't know how to explain better anyway uh, so every time yeah a, a file is or um, yeah a file is saved there its version I mean mm-hmm. um, you like um, that, that time at that time it has that license so the moment you set a license right to your project there yeah from that point of time yeah in uh, in that project that license is going to be that one until it's changed, I guess, by the actual uh, developer. So everyone taking uh, reference to the code, uh, yeah, in that time, they can just take it and uh, modify it uh, up to that license. Uh, they could also mo- uh, take any version after it, as long as it maintains the same licensing. Yeah. So they could just take any version, modify the, the way they want uh, up to the agreements of the licensing. Once the- Mm-hmm. licensing is changed yeah uh, they cannot like um, they have to agree to a new license but they can still like use the previous versions they understand okay like,
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: so uh, once a new license license is set that let's say it tells uh, it uh, like um, tells you you cannot do another thing or something like that it limits you you can still use the previous versions because they maintain a different uh, licensing there so yeah oh, okay so that's kind of how it works like um, up until then you can use that code after it's a new license you you can use that new license if you want to yeah and copy from that project yeah but you have to agree to the newest license and modify it according to it but if you don't want you can use the previous license yeah and modify according to that one but you can uh, but uh, you cannot uh, like uh, steal from that project kind of i mean theoretically you can kind of steal because it's not it's like, um, I don't know, um, how, wh- what, what, is it, what is the right word, like, uh, um, it's not theft if you just take uh, reference, <laughs> you know, you get it, True. so yeah, but, yeah, mm, so, what what else would you like to know
0: okay so what's the disadvantage in the open source sector and the public having access oh the disadvantage
1: okay so let, let's say uh, I'm i'm gonna talk about the advan like uh, advantage of uh, the private sector and then I'm gonna come to the disadvantage right uh, so let's say the private sector yeah uh, has a, the a software developed uh, developed and uh, it has a view a point of view like it it wants uh, the software to end up at the x point you know and uh, have uh, some uh, features it needs you know it has a deadline usually for uh, creating those uh, those features and uh, it it sets some expectations yeah now if you look at the um, open source yeah uh, like the public sector uh, the the problem here uh, relates to uh, deadlines yeah there's no deadline whenever anything will be developed yeah mm, there's no s- set uh, view like there's no end uh, of uh, a view kind of we it's more like um, Everyone, yeah, or a group of people have to agree to some um, design for, you know, a a way of uh, making this, developing the program. Um, The other problem, there's no um, warranty that if something happens to your system, I mean, um, not system, but hardware or actually, yeah, and system, uh, you use that uh, open source software, yeah? So, if something were to happen to your computer or uh, system, yeah, while you're using that software, it's not their problem usually. I mean, you are, mm. you are using the software. We, we said that we don't have a warranty and whatever happens on your system it stays on your system. It's your deal, kind of, you know? So yeah, there's no nothing like that, you know? Uh, you, you can break your system, you can break your PC. It's up to you. But they usually like tell you that one because they don't want the open source developers don't want you to break your system if something in case. But if, if that happens, I mean, it's a pity you know you can't do it you can't oversee all the problems even the private sector cannot oversee all the problems so you, that could happen even there uh, but nobody's gonna like pay you money if if you break your procedure yeah uh, there's also um, um, a problem that you don't know how much money it will cost you know because a project you know because like um, th- let's say you have an open source server Yeah, Uh, some kind of of, a way of making servers. So yeah. So it doesn't tell you how much money you you might spend on uh, on, um, how the service works, like the server works. Let's say the the developer, the developers created that system, yeah. And they um, made it um, use uh, some functions uh, that are overly expensive for the CPU and the memory usage in a sense yeah so uh, they, they can't they they don't tell you like how much costs are going to be in there no the, um, yeah the, there's also other disadvantages because uh, like um, when the private sector makes uh, a software they always have a targeted um, hardware user you know like let's say um uh, some uh, um let me think about it a bit um let, let's say somebody makes a software for windows right they cannot guarantee that it will work under linux in some circumstances or they cannot guarantee that it will work also on uh, apple OS systems you know um so that's also um, you know it's not uh, like uh, it doesn't work on all systems, in a sense. They they don't guarantee you that one, and they they don't guarantee that it will work specifically on your machine, like a uh, physical machine. Yeah, because uh, sometimes um, uh, there are some uh, um, yeah. uh, like um, hidden features on you on each machine. Yeah and uh, on each cpu they they have hidden features which make uh, you unable to use some uh, some functions in a sense some api uh, i mean yeah they they make they make it unable for you to use those functions yeah so mm-hmm. you like yeah. end up with some errors on your well. system so yeah um, and uh, i guess uh, Usually, also, there, there's another problem, I guess, um, there's no documentation, uh-huh. maybe, yeah, because if somebody, I mean, it's not the problem nowadays, mm-hmm. I think, but usually, like, when somebody creates an open source mm-hmm. software, right, they, um, they have to dedicate time in order to write the documentation, right, if they want mm-hmm. uh, it uh, to be, like, understood by everyone. But, but but they could also not write it, and you could be like uh, they could tell you good luck. You are you have a PhD in uh, in computer science, and uh, and you you will know how to find a way. <laughs> May the god of uh, assembler be
0: with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a joke for IT. Um. True. All right. Well, let's go back and, to another advantage of open source software. What's another advantage that the public having access to it could benefit other projects in the digital sphere, electrical property, and any like infrastructure utilizing that open source software code software. Code? So first of all, uh, this project usually the open source projects are much
1: cheaper in a sense um, to like um, I mean by much cheaper much cheaper to develop uh, because um, uh, everyone yeah comes there with their ideas yeah and sometimes they come for free you know they, they just want to improve the system so that's a good idea and uh, it gets improved easily you know and uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah because uh, if somebody comes with a good idea to let's say uh, um, I don't know to Windows yeah they they tell you that this is a good idea and it needs to be implemented they, they, they can just say no thank you we'll not implement that <laughs> but here like they could uh, actually implement it because uh, it depends actually Um, Microsoft let's say would would disagree usually because of their market strategy yeah but here there's no market strategy and you can implement whatever hits you in the head so yeah that's a good advantage because uh, there's more features involved in that usually the the open source software have more features so I'm gonna like uh, I can uh, uh, give you an example of a good open source software which you also know it's blender yeah mm-hmm. so blender is a cool uh, one um it's it's uh i i don't think it will ever be uh going Wait, isn't blender private... used for like vr chat and stuff blender is used for anything i think uh, um anything related to the 3d yeah
0: okay i was so crazy because the other day i was talking you know uh, people are going to like the different vr uh virtual reality chat and they're using like the three different 3d animation and blender was actually mentioned funny enough
1: yeah yeah so blender is one of the coolest uh, i guess you could say because it's 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 also a popular one yeah so um, mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it will ever go to the private sector because uh, the amount of code invested by by everyone yeah uh in uh, there is uh, so mm-hmm. much that they could they could never like uh, make it private. If they would make it private, then that means that everyone who ho- holds a piece of code over there just rip it out and say no. So it will make the project a mess, and be, it would say goodbye to the project in a sense. Also, many companies, yeah, not not only one company have invested in this. Uh,
0: uh, software. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. So, uh, what are like some takeaways for people to know about open source software and the public having access to it? Takeaways of, I uh, think, like to- takeaways we discussed. Takeaway of like the discussion and stuff like that.
1: Like uh, they should always use them and uh, always uh, promote open source. <laughs> mm-hmm. because, uh, imagine you have uh, your uh, adobe systems you know adobe photoshop right now Mm -hmm. if you look at the adobe it's it's pretty simple and it's quite annoying with its um um, you know payment you know how much it costs it's it's too much the subscription method is kind of annoying and it's probably the worst in this the history, uh, but I think there could be another worse one where you gotcha you your way to <laughs> acquire a, a subscription that'll be a worse system. <laughs> um, um, so, um, in a sense, like, um, the problem with Adobe Photoshop is that um, you can, people cannot improve it, even if they mm-hmm. want to, they couldn't improve it. There's so many feature asked to, to like, uh, by users, but they aren't doing. I don't know why, we will never maybe know but uh, let's say there's an open source form, yeah, of uh, uh, Adobe Photoshop, in a sense, or any other Adobe system thing, yeah, uh, software. And imagine if you, like, had the same uh, clone of uh, that software, yeah? And you could propose an idea to somebody, I guess, uh, create an issue on Git on their, I guess, um, development uh, uh, page, yeah? You could put an issue, and ask for that feature. And if somebody wants to implement it, or you yourself want to implement it, you could just uh, do it. That would be really cool, yeah. Because there's so much uh, advantages to open source, but um, yeah, the main disadvantage is just, it's uh, way too complicated to maintain that project, in a sense. It's like uh, being, uh, I don't know, having a five mind, in a
0: sense. okay. Yeah. So, you as a programmer, have you used open source to help with your projects in programming? Yeah, I always use them.
1: And usually, I, I if I see an open source software, right? I prefer to use mm. that one because um, I know that nobody will actually sneak in some malicious code or to steal my data or steal my information or try to steal my um, computer's processing power for their use cases you know like example is windows use using your pc to uh, steal your data with telemetry mm-hmm. you know it's like uh, they, they they use your CPU power right, which you don't want to u- usually to for them to use. They use it to send send out data. It's like, bro, why are you using my PC? What the hell? What's the point of me having my PC when somebody else
0: uses it f- for me? <laughs> That's kind of bullshit. True. Mm. All right. So, uh, so, so usually, do you yeah, ever I prefer to use Go to make open source software for something for other people?
1: Can you repeat the question? I
0: didn't hear it. Do you feel like you can ever get to the point that you can create open source software in your own capacity mm. and let people use that software?
1: yeah I mean it's quite hard to develop open source because there's uh, the competition there is very big in a sense because uh, uh, I mean if you have if I would have a good idea right and uh, had some good knowledge of uh, that said language and field, then yeah I would would actually try to go for it yeah true. Because um, uh, usually, like w- when you start a project, you like start it, yeah? Then uh, uh, you have to find people that want to help you in that project, right? I mean, you could also develop it by yourself and waste a few years on developing it and wait for the recognition to come. Mm. But yeah, mm. usually, if something is already open source, then that means uh, like um, y- your stuff was already implemented. But uh, I guess I could always uh, take somebody's project and improve it. Yeah, that's also a way of open source. Yeah. I mean, True. Yeah, I, I could, I could, I could actually do it. It depends on the project. If I see a fun project, I I could go into it and uh, continue.
0: All right, yeah. and you know, in open source, mm-hmm. do you believe the disadvantages outweigh the advantages, or the advantages outweigh the disadvantages?
1: So I believe that the advantages. Um, um outweigh the disadvantages by a lot because uh, like imagine you have freedom of expression yeah over everything you want to do if you're skilled enough it's like uh, competition at, at its finest if you're skilled enough you can do everything you want to do with uh, that thing with that software but uh with um like let's say if you go with the private one you know the private software you can't modify it you can't to anything i mean you could modify it, but that's called hawking already and uh, yeah you know hawking and cracking and usually those uh, kind of end up in the same spectrum as piracy
0: yeah
1: um so yeah all right i mean it's it's uh, uh, advantages by a lot because th- there's no way you could say that uh, you would prefer communism or i mean not communism uh, what, what's it called uh, you, there's no way you would prefer the, uh, uh, having a monarch over a democratic uh, society unless you're up to oh. that i don't know would you want to be under i don't know kim Jong in <laughs> i'm joking uh, yeah I, I guess you can see like the idea it's like uh, having one leader versus many leaders
0: True, I don't mind with that, you know. We have a lot of different um yeah, no, things going on and how, how it sounds. Having more ideas helps everything
1: helps the project like prosper in a better way. If uh, there is one single idea, it will pro- uh, it will go well up until a point. Mm-hmm. True.
0: Um, the only
1: problem is like it will take a long time to get to the right
0: uh, to, to the right uh, like design. True. Sure. And as we close up this episode about mm-hmm. coding, uh, the open source software, and the public sector, what is what is one thing you want to say in the closing arguments that we're doing today? Mm,
1: one thing. So I always use open source software, uh, um, I always try to search for it because... Uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't usually uh, go to the easiest way to like find a already made software like, I don't know, I guess Adobe, don't go to the easy stuff, try the hard way, find a so- an open source software, try to use it, try to learn it and uh, support the developers because who knows maybe that software will end up even better than the private
0: one. Yeah, I agree. With open source software we have different opportunities for people to see how it works, how it translates to the usability of it. Different projects can take it, adapt to a modified version. With the public sector having the access that we do in the way that we do it, I do believe that we're going into a new method of taking data, turning it into a modified version, you know, give credit to the creator of the open source software. It'll be amazing to see how much recognition they can get by being a part of your project because Mm. that actually gives the developer of the open source software that that project used or that particular person actually a leg up. Mm. They get the search engine optimization they want. They benefit from recognition of People perceiving the product really well. It does a good job. And at its core, open source software represents a good niche of the market in data processing, in intellectual property, and other areas relating to projects benefiting from such a means to a better product that's what i think open source represents
1: yeah yeah that's also a good way of explaining
0: so as we wrap up this episode of open source software in the public sector Mm -hmm. where can they find you mac specifically you where they can find you because if they like your correspondence about the open source software programming all that where can they reach you
1: they could always meet me on discord I'm usually I usually just hang around there. What mm-hmm. they uh, mm, I could actually give them the code of my my account. I guess uh, it's uh... Mm, I mean, I think I think you could actually put it uh, in the description. That would be even better, no? For them to to be able to find me. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, cause cause that that way is easier to find people. Mm-hmm. I, I usually just uh, hang around. Uh, I guess uh, do list tonight. The uh, I don't know. Add um, across A- A- uh-huh. uh, project Ignis servers well, and the uh, uh, the custom cards. Another one. I just like to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Fun fact: It's an open-source open-source software, so anyone can just change it, modify it, and make its own version. Which is actually the Yu Gi Oh! Omega. It's, it, it was first open source. It decided to become closed source. Yeah, because uh, of uh, some stuff. I, I don't remember why. But yeah, it was open source. So the same underneath, it's the same software. It's just remade in a different way. Pete. Mm, so, yeah, true. That's fine. Uh, So, yeah, you can find me there, and uh, my name is Ari, uh, hashtag uh, 4714 on Discord. It's gonna be in the description, I think. Oh, yeah. All
0: right. I don't hunger out many places. But yeah. All right, guys. Well, that Mm -hmm. wraps up this episode of MC Anime with the open source software and the public sector. Do not forget, you can find us on Podcast Directly near you Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Heart Radio. Also, Mm -hmm. we're on www.mcanimepodcast.com. And that's M C A N I M E P O D cast com and we're at the MC Animators on Patreon. You can vote for your favorite podcasts, ideas, sponsorships, and more if you support us in the crowdfunding on the different tiers. Thank you for Mac for being here. How you came here and actually been a good correspondent in this process. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. All right, guys. This wraps up this episode. I wish you guys luck. Hope it doesn't go too well. But if it does go too well, more the merrier, that I say. (laughs) Bye, guys.